Hello and welcome to Thriving on the Spectrum, the podcast dedicated to empowering and supporting young adults with autism on their journey towards a fulfilling life. I'm your host, Arpita Mohan, and together we'll explore invaluable insights, expert advice, and personal stories that shed light on the unique opportunities and challenges young adults with autism encounter. So if you're a parent, caregiver, friend, or ally, join us as we explore possibilities to help young adults with autism thrive. Today's episode will be all about the arts as a potential platform for meaningful engagement among autistic individuals. We are joined by Mala Chinappa and Kavita Krishnamurthy. Mala is one of the facilitators at ABWA, a brush with art, which is a visual arts program for the neurodiverse. Mala is also an advertising designer with over 30 years in the field. She's a mother of a 20-year-old with autism. Mala is dedicated to ABWA, special education, and meeting the needs of the special needs community. Kavita is the co-founder and co-director of Cambridge Academy and is a parent of a young adult with autism. She's also a certified arts-based therapist. Mala and Kavita have rich experience in the space, so I'm going to take a step back and be a listener in today's episode while Mala and Kavita share their thoughts about the role of arts. Hi, Mala. It's so good to have you here with us as um, uh, we start off on uh, a conversation on a topic which is very close to our heart and on which we have uh, talked, I think, many, many times. Yeah. Hi. I'm glad to be here. And uh, yes, we're going to enjoy this chat because we always love talking about art. Yes. And about art for the neurodiverse. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So let's start, uh, Mala, by uh, talking a little about A Brush With Art. Um, What is this program uh, that you and your co-facilitators facilitate? Yeah, sure. Actually, A Brush With Art um, is very, very close to my heart. Um, and is the is how we met Kavita, because when you came from Bangalore uh, with uh, all the ideas from Jackie and with experience being a facilitator there for young children, where art was used more like a calming room or where it is used for settling the children uh, in. It seemed like a wonderful idea where you use art as a medium of free exploration and art as a therapeutic uh, form. This was one of the first times we were hearing about it. It is much needed and it definitely we all jumped at it, decided to start it in Chennai. That was way back 2016. There's been no looking back since then. We are still, I mean, even though it's over seven years, we seem to be the only art program here who offer this where unlike in schools or any other place where our children are being told to stick within the boundaries, they are being dictated or let's say controlled. Um, Even when they are practicing art, this is the only program where I think we welcome the children as young as six or six years plus up to 21, 22. And... um, we, are, we present materials to them and we allow them to explore quite freely, enjoy the whole thing. Then they start engaging with a particular medium or a technique. We slowly present new techniques. So truly, we are not teachers. Uh, we are just, you know, we just offer guidance and very gentle facilitation. This seems to be um, 
accepted very very well by the children and the parents have actually started subscribing to this program simply because the children are blossoming they are getting calmer in the school and their behavioral issues seem to be more under control simply because they are getting this outlet so it's been quite an interesting uh, journey and we have grown with the art program yes indeed indeed so what do you think art means to our youngsters i think uh, more than what art means i think you have to see what how they are teaching us so many things we realize that there's no such thing as art as a separate subject in life but it's a part of them it's just part of life so they take it so beautifully they accept it so nicely um and i feel one of the major roles um art performs is it offers a connect for them with their environment they get to connect with their surroundings through art they get to explore freely um it is also an expression of their freedom and uh, lastly they start expressing and communicating through the art and um, as one of the very very senior artists vishwanathan uh, noted he said it is not just freedom of expression it's the expression of their freedom yeah you know? yeah that's so beautiful <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah every time yeah i think it's a very very well put so yeah that's what i feel that art is a channel for them initially when they are young you find that even the parent is a young parent full of anxiety and uh trying to fit the child into a mainstream or an inclusive or a special school or whatever so mostly the children actually the ones who are more challenged so to speak uh are the ones who find art um who take to art right. more right uh, yeah more because they don't have any other channel where they can uh freely express and where they can be themselves and where they are not being controlled so that is one uh, aspect of the program and of art itself we're just allowing them to explore without boundaries seems to really help i remember how kavita you used to say that if the child is coming every time and asking for paint more paint every time and this might happen for over a couple of months and you would say just till they are fully satisfied with the engagement with that medium just we need to offer it and that's been something that's a great uh, great point you made because we find that they have fully explored explored it in more dimensions than we know and then they move on so we have to allow that we have to respect that the minute they know that the facilitators are respecting their choices respecting their engagement and the way they are working with a particular medium i find that their behavior itself is changing and their whole you know their their whole manner is they are open to suggestions and guidance later because they respect us also as you know we are not threatening them or we are not pushing them into something which could get more unpleasant for them yeah yeah so you know mala yeah. i also think that um, art is often their first connect with the outer world so um, you know i mean it's something that uh, maybe there's not so much from the world outside which is exciting them but 
uh, their preferred art form. I mean, it could be visual art, but it could also be say music or movement. Uh, that is something which becomes their first kind of a. The, the way they bridge or they, the way they kind of make bridges with, with the external world and they start connecting uh, with the world. Like I remember my son, uh, very young, he was so drawn. I mean, the only thing that would really make him sit up was uh, music in any form. I mean, it could be jingles, it could be classical music. And the most favorite item in the house, I mean, which he was where he would be, you would always find him was near the stereo system. You know, so so it does become, I mean, I think it is the first connect with the world. And in a way, I think it's also something which gives them a lot of solace. You know, yes. draw some, something out from, from that space. I mean, especially if it is facilitated in a very non-threatening and a non-judgmental manner, which is the way, you know, uh, at ABWA and at such other spaces we do facilitate. I think they really are very comfortable to be themselves. And that, uh, I mean, art allows them that uh, that comfort. Yes. I also believe that this, um, it offers a kind of a earthing for the child. Art kind of earths them because as we say neurodiverse, they may be wired differently, but when it comes to art, I think it helps them connect very, very beautifully, especially I see that with clay. The, when they work with clay, I find a, a certain, you know, comfort and uh, the uh, that's a very, very important aspect of art where they are able to connect with their environment and with their earthly experience itself. Right, right, absolutely. They often say, you know, that the, sing, the child learns to sing before he can speak, speak right. learns to dance right. before he can walk. Right. So, I mean, yeah, yeah so... Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, you know, the other aspect which has always uh, struck me about their engagement with art is for many of them, it comes with such ease, you know, where they are struggling in other, uh, many of, especially young children, uh, you know, they may be struggling with other aspects of their uh, life. But when it comes to their chosen art form, it may not be visual art for everybody, but it might be other other uh, forms also. Uh, it probably is something that comes to them with a little more ease than than other things do. True, that's 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 very true, and it also probably means that um, our children seem to be able to understand something that's pure and natural. Right. So everything else, which is a man-made construct might be more difficult to fathom like my my daughter can never figure um, money the concept of money and also the concept of time like you know the calendar she's not able to wrap her head around it even though she's 20 years old but all the other natural forms she can she just picks up naturally so i guess uh, um, there's something there you know their their own uh, clock is different like they will know when it's uh, you know when it's time is up the class at the end of 45 oh, yes. minutes they are they get up and they are ready so they know that but um, I find that there is there's a natural rhythm and everything that is coming naturally they can pick up very easily very true yeah, yeah. very true that yeah. So I think we've been talking about, uh, you know, visual art. And um, I think uh, 
from what mala is saying a lot of what she's saying the way you know children uh, or young adults relate to art is also because of that kind of facilitation uh, that happens the approach which is uh, you know led by the child etc uh, i think when we are looking at you know when you look at other art forms like say music or movement uh, often people feel that it's only i mean these are art forms which have to be taught you know i mean there is a skill involved there is a high level of skill involved and only when it is i mean the only way that a person or a child can relate to that to music or movement is if they are learning music or if they are learning to play an instrument or they are learning to dance but what we have found in cambridge is when they are exposed to both music rhythm movement in a similar way as mala has been talking about uh, with visual art which is you know when you start with where the child where the, where the young adult is um and you you kind of engage with them with how they are in that moment so for example if, yeah. if a student is uh, you know one of our uh, students one of our first batch of students was extremely interested in movement i mean is forever rocking so you know the way we began with working with him was to actually start with rocking itself and that was like the first step literally the first step and with that you know it got built i mean it got uh, the facilitator worked with him worked with how he was using his body and actually built it up to you won't believe it they would do a 16 step choreograph sequence together you know so in a way i mean it's it wasn't teaching dance at all it was just using his form of expression which was movement uh and building on that uh you know adding adding uh, elements adding new steps adding so and it was something that he completely enjoyed i mean for me i think that is like really uh, the the most important thing that it's not so much actually you're talking about uh, you're talking about abstract expressionism in the arts in a sense right yes. so you had introduced when you first spoke to us that abex or abstract expressionism was the core of the art program where we we are not going to expect the child to draw a duck or a fish or a lotus or anything he can just pick colors firstly allowing the child to choose the color itself was a big thing some children used to sit there not even uh, couldn't even believe that am i actually allowed to choose right because till then they were not even they were constantly told what to do so the parent uh, the educator i mean everywhere uh, they would think that being let's say non verbal means they can't think right or they can't make a choice yeah so it's the first time so often times we used to find that the child would just sit there and not even know that we are asking them to choose you want paint or you want sketch pens then they they started diving once they started making a choice then you know they would just go a mark but yes we would just let them go and then what they were painting or uh, how they were coloring with their oil pastels may not make sense but the end product used to be what they finally finished used to be so vibrant because there's so much energy there and you know artists in cholamandal who used to see it say there is such arrogance in those strokes <laughs> and then some others would say there is you know this is this is pure art which is true because the child is not thinking about the audience the child is just channelizing all that energy out there so that is kind of abstract expressionism in visual art and here itself we were trying to break some 
uh, mindsets. Lot of parents would not enroll, saying, "My child can't draw," or "My child, I want to worry about other." They would say, you know. So we say, no, no, this is not about skills. This is a form of expression. So now, what you're saying, you know, very, very true. Even in the other forms of art, you're not expected uh, to know to tango or anything, but just the moving is the movement is being uh, used uh, as a form of art by itself. So I think even it might be a common thing abroad already, but here it is still new, where abstract expressionism or abstract art. is still new and is being appreciated now simply because what they see in front of them is so wow beautiful wow. yes so then they are now saying okay even if i don't understand what he has painted or if i can't make sense out of it i like what i see so in a way we are educating the general public also to appreciate art in the more pure form right and i think right? yeah i think art is so powerful is, is, uh, is exactly because of this mana especially for this the group that we're talking about which is you know persons with autism because for them they do struggle with expression in a sense that they may not be expressing themselves the way we do express ourselves in a in a, in a regular kind of a way and for them therefore art becomes such a powerful way of uh, expression exactly what you were the point you were making about you know how it can be anything i mean they could be very often no when we say that art art is like a form of for their expression people wonder what we're talking about because it sounds a little esoteric i mean expressing means what i mean it's like how what, what is it really what does it mean but to me actually yeah. it's really very simple because they are expressing whatever they are going through at that point at that point in time like i remember for example in a school i used to work earlier there was this child who would come in very agitated he would come in at the the first uh, first period you know the first session and he would have just come come into into school so all the transition from home there must have been stress in getting him ready etc etc come to school and immediately comes to the art room and he would you know work with clay so he would i mean he would pound he would you know kind of squeeze it he would be doing all of that and within 15 or 20 minutes we would see that he had actually calmed down now what has he expressed he's really expressed what he was feeling at that point of time which was a lot of agitation a lot of you know disquiet i mean yeah. something not being in balance and that has got expressed through through that working with the clay so it's not so much you know like a product which comes out or the outcome which is there but really the process itself the process of art making which becomes absolutely critical especially for these uh, for for the population we are talking about and we've seen that with music like you know we had the student in cambridge who we used to who used to love the xylophone and we used to actually say and again same thing we were not teaching him to play any notes we would just give him and he would he would he would experiment or he would explore and we actually found that um the way he plays the xylophone would depend on the mood he came in so if it was like a little lazy he was in a like like a little slow kind of a day for him he would go dun nan 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 it will be really slow and there were days when he'll come with like slow high energy so you know expression now it's not like he's created some piece of music and it doesn't matter 
So I think what we're trying to say, both what Mala is saying and what I'm trying to say is that um, it doesn't matter. The output or the outcome or the product of that art making is not as important as the process and what it does for the person. I mean, if it is having meaning for the person and it is helping them express something, then that itself is the goal. Yeah, as the term itself, you know, for the art program, which is abstract expressionism, they are the two core concepts in this program. It's abstract, which means you may not find um, forms, you may not find actual meaning or a concept in the work. And expressionism, which is it's all out there. They have put it out there in the paper or in their clay or in their collage. It is their expression out there. So both these uh, are very, very uh, crucial in that uh, in the program, it's abstract and it is expressionistic. Super, very and is what I feel. Yeah, and also I feel in a way, um, at every stage, our wards seem to need the this art as a refuge. You know, uh, young children. We found a lot of them who come in joyfully. So art is a you know means of joy, and they are coming pink, purple. I know some young kids are asking for those colors, and you know, fluid mediums really let them you know go and they enjoy. These are little ones who are about six, seven, and eight. Then there is also at that point, if there is a child having a lot of control in school and a lot of anxiety, they come in and they are able to, like you said, de-stress. And um, at the adolescent stage also, there are challenges because the child is growing and there is so many, I mean, it's a, uh, in terms of their hormones and in terms of emotions, there's so much they're battling with. And again, art seems to be helping channelize all that and, you know, calm them down or put it out there. So there is some way of, again, I'm talking mostly about children who are, who, who, are more challenged, so to speak. So then they may not have, uh, you know, other means of communicating. So then the visual arts and the arts seems to provide that uh, outlet for them. Similarly, the parents also are, are also going through that stage where when they are young and they are pushing their kid and the child is having that stress also and they are calming here. And then during the adolescent stage, you find another kind of... Um, a lot of aggression with the boys. You find a lot of aggression uh, kicking in. And uh, usually when it comes to the art room, they kind of definitely find some kind of uh, channelizing happening. Then comes the older stage where I think both parent and child have settled kind of, you know, they've all been through this entire roller coaster and then, you know, the Cambridge stage when they're 16, 17, 18, then they are settling in. I think this is the stage when they are ready for further instruction, a gentle direction, a lot of, you know, nudging can be freely done, you know. I remember one of our students who used to literally, literally put paint in his mouth, you know, when he first joined the class and whatever medium you give, if it's crayon, he'd put it in his mouth and everything from that stage, exploration in so many ways to then start putting it on paper and then slowly I mean he would 
then be so happy exploring everything you give him a knife palette knife he could use that brush flat brush shaving brush all the tools he was using and now he is he's ready like a lot of other other young adults he's ready for instruction so we could sit and say his huge hang up is tea he loves having tea so then we would talk about tea time so he said what do you have at tea time and there he draws a kettle and then you say what else so there are there are two tea cups for his mother and himself because it's usually between the two and i say what about me so one more tea cup arrives he says only tea he says no tea with biscuits so biscuits in a plate arranged you know so suddenly you see he has actually put out there a scene from his life super right yeah what a wonderful so, example yeah man. so you see that at this and he's like 19 now so you know that now he's expressing he's showing you uh, scenes from his life much like a regular artist so yeah so it's actually the facilitation i mean you took us uh, in with this example you took us through the facilitation so beautifully and uh, which brings me to the another point which is it's not that we, are, we we don't want to skill or we don't want to you know kind of get them to develop in their chosen art form further but i think what we're saying is that comes at a particular stage it 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 shouldn't come it shouldn't be where you start the start is the exploration and the free exploration and at some point of time when you know that the the person is really interested and it's very interesting how you took us through you know how children also go through those stages from i mean how their art changes from when they are children to when they are adolescents yeah. to when they are young adults and this podcast is really looking at you know young adults and by which time i think a lot of parents have also seen that this 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 person is inclined towards a particular art form and they are looking yeah. at you know what what are the kind of things that we could do um with this so which brings me to the next question so if you're looking at this this uh, you know this young adult 18 20 22 year old uh, kind of a person um and who has shown a particular inkling towards maybe a particular art form or within visual art maybe towards drawing maybe towards sculpture whatever do you think that art can really be um A, a a a form of meaningful engagement something that they spend a substantial part of their day in uh, you know in a sense which it is like like what should i say something which they are engaged with uh, with consistency regularly like like you know like an artist or like a musician would would spend a a, a great part of time like say practicing their music so like that would do you see uh, young adults with autism who are inclined yes. towards art also engaging in art uh, in a serious uh, meaningful manner yes of course certainly see our young adults are probably ready for it were probably ready for it all the time because by the time they reach that age and stage they were probably you know ready to take up something in the arts because it comes naturally to them any one of them i think now we are the ones who are more ready meaning you know the parents the organizations that work with them and the the society at large i mean everybody is now a little more um, let's say primed to accepting the kind of art that they can offer so the parent also is accepted that the this abstract art is not something to be just uh, dismissed 
they have gotten to appreciate it and uh, even the corporates they love it i mean they are they are uh, they are buying our calendars uh, and not uh, they are not pity purchases because we are looking at like uh, a 1000 copies that's not a pity purchase in fact uh, they could just cut us a check they want those calendars on their desks with the abstract uh, art out there because it is eye popping so then you find that with us with the neurotypicals slowly understanding all this we are more ready to offer the scaffolding that they would need uh, to continue with their engagement in the arts so yes definitely that uh, our young adults can um, some of them can actually take it up as full time artists because they might be really skilled so to speak within quotes and the others we can continue to use art as a means of their expression and engagement and it's it's beautiful i mean they they you probably ask them to go and uh, weave at a loom or um, do some farming work i don't know whatever be the activity but the art can continue if they are engaged and they are delighted by it they need it much like we all need it i mean we all want some form of uh, um, engagement which is purely for entertainment or for our soul similarly they it, it should be offered to them the other very important aspect is that their art is now finding uh, the market is really growing for them so i think that's an extremely uh, positive thing we already have a large group which is a pan indian group called outsider art and it's a whatsapp group where uh, parents special educators and even some of some of the artists neurodiverse artists are part of the group and any exhibition any kind of forum any show any call for entries is shared there and there are so many every month there is something happening so the works that they are producing naturally may be submitted and some of them actually um, make the cut uh, some don't it's okay but uh, there are so many forums now for that and then there are so many who have started they may not be actually parents or people who are into charitable organizations their full time business models that have started saying hey your uh, ward is doing some stunning work i would like to purchase it to make them into mugs badges t-shirts fridge magnets uh, place mats what have you i mean so this is also interesting i like this collaboration where um as a parent or as a, a special educator we are not um uh, we can't skill up so much where we uh, do the arithmetic or we know how the business model needs to work how the market demands are or how the supplies need to be done but if there is a person out there who can do it excellent so we collaborate with them i will give you so many numbers of stunning artworks and you may do you know whatever with it and the child is receiving a good amount i think it's it's beautiful it's a growing it's a growing trend here so that's nice the outsider art group and a few organizations that are doing um uh, marketing the art yeah i think that's really very encouraging because i mean i do see that in the last 5 to 7 years there's been such a difference in terms of uh, you know just the acceptance of uh, 
artistic art in a sense i mean not just acceptance i think the appreciation and uh, you know just the celebration of of artistic art is uh, we are yes. seeing it in so yes. many spaces and um, i think uh, while we are seeing this with visual art um with this approach uh, one is not seeing so much in let's say with other art forms like say let's say music or with uh, movement uh, you know because uh, somehow uh, i mean i think visual art has uh, maybe the nature of the art also which lends itself to yes. uh, you know uh, it being um, like like for the individual it is the process of the art making which is which is the only yeah. i mean they are only interested in that the rest is like for all of yeah. us but um, in music and movement or uh, i mean because we also do music and movement we still have to find this space we have to find where uh, you know uh, i'm not necessarily talking about monetizing it but really to the the appreciation or uh, recognizing yeah. that uh, them engaging in that pursuit is legitimate and is meaningful i think that is um, yeah i'm thinking that in art that's the thing with visual art you can do it in isolation exactly whereas some of the others probably require an audience and you have to do it on demand which we definitely can't uh, expect out of our wards you know to go out there stand there and uh, perform on demand that may not be so we will have to look at you know using recordings and ஒரு of course i think the parents also it's it's mainly the parents who need to um come to that level of acceptance and i think they do by then by the time your child is about 18 20 all you want is for your child to be happy you know for your child to have that um to have a sense of peace with the world and how do you do that offer him the art that of his choice right, right? i think parents are also reach that stage and that's all we need we need to provide that and the only persons who can give that uh, give that permission to say you know if i can use that word are the parents and then and then there are organizations like you who actually celebrate it so we just need more orgs like canbridge who would be you know deeply committed to um allowing young adult uh, young adults upwards the neurodiverse persons to pursue whatever you know floats their boat you know? absolutely so i think we're talking of maybe really like like i don't know for want of a better word uh, you know expressive arts studios or something like that where they can really come and explore uh, the art of their choice and that is, yes. i mean if they want to do like 2 3 hours they want to spend jamming doing some music sound recording movement visual art you know whatever i mean they just like you said oh yeah. choice i mean just imagine that would be i mean so lovely to yes. have that space where they are engaged so meaningfully through through the arts but one of the challenges i do see there mala is uh, i think that of mentorship 
so somewhere mm. um, you know like um like for example i am not an artist i don't have an art background and for, i've always found that to be a bit limiting in terms of taking it forward whereas i see like say people like you you or uh, our other colleague jotsna both of you with an arts background you know are able to really you know like mentors to them because you also understand art yeah then i have to no there i have to chip in and say that um, as in the case of everything you no know, the parents even the educators we have to skill up you know if i am the art facilitator i find that now i have taken some uh, lessons in watercolor watercolors and i'm trying all that every day because i need to be able to present new mediums and techniques and be able to facilitate so i do skill up you can't uh, sit back really as a you know initially when you are working with little children all you need to do is be there and present materials but as they are growing and then they are like you know 18 19 we have to skill up or bring in resources who are um, more skilled i might know the 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 person very well but i may not be equipped to uh, mentor then i bring in the resource person uh, which is why it would be beautiful if the expressive art studio had uh, you know professional artists coming there and you know kind of gentle guidance here and there and you know they say okay this one needs a little bit of nudging here and there and we are there just to um, be the bridge prime the yeah that's about it and we can step back as with all our uh, especially with abwa it's all about stepping back when the child is you know exploring that that's what and i'm already getting this feeling kk kavita 2016 we had a conversation and abwa was born okay and now it's 2023 and some new idea and this is much needed huh this is again much needed and there is nothing of the sort here so yeah let's see let's see where this takes yes. us Yes and that's such yes. a wonderful uh, point I think to uh, wrap up because yeah I think it's very exciting to think of something like this and Mala has been like a yeah. co-conspirator so well world <laughs> beware we don't know what we're going to launch onto you all now so yeah, yeah so, and Mala before we wind up anything any last thoughts anything you want to say I think this was anyway at the back of my head that it's time our with the young adults you know growing and challenging us it was already uh, you know it, it's time we started a studio where i kept thinking that this 45 minutes is not enough 45 minutes was a stretch for little ones but the older they get they need about one and a half hours to two hours where they take a break come back work and they deliberate revisit and have been thinking a lot about a, a, a studio fully fitted out uh, you know with lockers and each one's uh, uh, you know separate space so it will be wonderful if we can get something like that going in chennai yes indeed indeed and yeah. you know with this series of conversation we are having on this podcast is about uh, avenues for meaningful engagement for autistic adults and i would think that a studio like this in which they would spend you know some of the the what to say the variables that we look at or the elements that we look at for meaningful engagement is that the person engages for longer periods you know for longer time Yes. like what you said from a 45 minute session to a one and a half to two hours kind of a thing because they are actually ready i mean we have somebody one one student who's so much into cooking 
they cook their lunch in canbridge you know so then they have it from about 11 to 12 12 30 the whole cooking happens and then he has lunch and he'll come and stand there and say can we make a cake now so he's just about wow. to but he wants to then make cake and then he wants to make tea so it's like you know this, i mean this yeah. is exactly what meaningful engagement is now for him it is cooking but he's willing to do more and more and more of it and he'll go home and probably make yeah. a vegetable for dinner or something <laughs> so you know but he just wants to engage with that yeah. activity so much more so for him it's cooking for somebody it may be painting for somebody else it's music for somebody else it's moving i mean can we really create uh, yeah and also that uh, that brings this point of how there is a typical um, typical aspect of our wards a lot of them when they start something they lock in so they're so deeply engaged you can't say okay 45 minutes is up so next week we'll finish it let's say he started a collage he would like to finish it it may take half a day but he would like to because some of them get locked into something like that and earlier we used to say we have to unlock them and they shouldn't be locked into an activity and i think how bizarre actually the person is deeply engaged right 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 in which case if it's going to take him a couple of hours he would be happily doing it let him do it yeah i think but you know our construct is not right now uh able to accommodate that so we need to skill up exactly exactly actually. i think the whole perspective yeah. of what constitutes meaningful engagement i mean you know that art is a very legitimate and a valid form of you know of a pursuit that you can spend longer time with it's not just quote unquote leisure or you know he's just kind of scribbling away or he's just listening to music there's no just in art i mean it is a- yeah yes yes yeah what a wonderful yeah. conversation mala as always yes. and uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, today and uh, really shedding light on many Thank aspects you. of um, the potential that art has uh, for our youngsters especially for those who are so drawn to it i couldn't agree more this is a wonderful episode and it really has been an eye opener for me too to understand so much about art and how artistic individuals view art thank you so much for joining us today If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode filled with inspiration, support, and hope. On our next episode, we will be joined by Rudy David, where we will talk about music as a form of meaningful engagement. Until next time, take care, stay positive, and keep thriving.